0: All right, what's that? And it's your boy HD for President, Mr. Bow, Bow, Bow. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glue Bastard. Wow. I'm on a hell of a ride tonight. Told you i been hurt, so i me and All
1: right, so we got the one and only HD for President, man, jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What the business is. Man, I'm feeling great. How you
0: feeling today, man? I'm feeling lovely, man. Blessed.
1: Yes, uh, man, I appreciate you swinging by
0: today too, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. No I watch y'all show all the time, so. Oh, that's love right there yeah. Then, man.
1: Yeah, so what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What have you been working on, or what do you got planned?
0: Man, oh, uh, i probably gonna start on Boosie tomorrow.
1: Okay, got the whole amusement park there yeah, and everything. you know, you
0: leave, <laughs> I might start over there, but uh, we got a little, just really networking, trying to get some, you know, more content. Just get my foot out, get, get get my feet wet, wetter. I say, I'm always in Atlanta, but I I ain't been here since last year, so.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you got the album about to drop too, so yeah, you know, yeah. Just come April 22nd.
0: Yeah. April 22nd.
1: Yes, sir, man. So we'll get to the album in a bit, though. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take it back to Br, man. So, first off, what what part of the city are you from?
0: Ghost Town. Mm-hmm. north Northside.
1: Okay. Yeah. So we hear a lot about the south side.
0: Yeah, I hear about the south side. Me and Young Boy represent the north side. We different. <laughs> okay. Thirty-eight Ghost Town. We we on the same blocks. For real. Yeah, his okay. house, Young Boy, like five blocks from where I'm from. Oh shit. But really, he one block from where I'm from because he right by Ghost Town. Nah. Oh, no. My crewmen uh, like this on his street, so yeah. Hmm. North side babies, you know what I'm saying? I represent for the north side. Okay. Every time a band and the rapper blow up, they be from the south. For real, No, This no, is shit. true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it for the north side this time. So
1: what goes on on the north side there?
0: 70805 babies. Uh, we, 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 we be on demon time for real. Like we the ones. Hmm. Like it's crazy because like the rap, by rappers from the south always blowing up. Everybody who hear about Baton Rouge, they always think south, 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 south. You know what I'm saying? But that north side way go down. There. Yeah, we the, we there, we there. We the, yeah, it's us. Yeah. We the ones.
1: You know, Br's got that reputation, man. A tough place to make it out. Of. Yeah. A lot of violence there, man.
0: Um, has it always been that way? Has it gotten worse? My my, one of my friends got killed when I was like, like in ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh shit. Being, being just repetitive, like yeah. my next door neighbor used to be over there all the time with him. He ended up getting shot. He was a little older than me, but it, yeah, same things, different day. Different day.
1: What do you feel like needs to change? Or is there any way that the city could change? I'm going to keep
0: it real. I don't think it's going to ever change. But I don't know. I think, I, think, I think these youngsters need to realize there's more to live for. Hmm. If they can see a different, if they can see the light, they won't get caught. Because I know how it feel. Like when you in there every day, you don't see nothing else. Like a goal for us was to make it to 25. Like we thought we had made it. Like you still a baby. But that was a goal for us we was trying to get it was it was an og at 25 that's how we that's how we had it in our mind like you make the 25 you good that's all we was living for at one point so yeah. you know what i'm saying they need to see something different because right now man them the dudes yeah they, they buy it right now hmm.
1: what type of impact would you say the music coming out of br plays on the youth
0: then? uh they're going to blame us no matter what they're going to blame the rappers and then we got to take some of the blame because we I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a thing to now. it's the, the, the problem is back in the day, you used, people just used to, it used to be some rappers. Er, now everybody a rapper. Real
1: set.
0: Everybody who thugging is a rapper. So all they doing is rapping what they actually live. They, these you, they rapping what they live in. So you can't really blame the music because they just going to say what they really doing. I don't think the music influenced them to do it, but I think the music, an impact on what they doing because when they hear their name in a song by somebody they don't like or somebody, somebody they smoking on somebody back in your mind you know you got to get your revenge you got to get your shape back so the music play a big part in what's going on but you can't really blame the music like i don't think you can blame the music but i feel like the stuff that we're talking about in them songs is like and roots we we get it personal in songs we don't do like the the New York rappers and the other rappers, they just be sneak dissing. No, Baton Rouge. Well, I don't know.
1: That that Brooklyn and Bronx drill. They, that they drill
0: did. music has changed, though. I'm yeah. saying, like, normally, before the drill music stuff took over, late here lately, people wouldn't. I'm talking about, like, celebrity rappers. Okay, yeah. Celebrity rappers wouldn't really just name dropping. Like, Baton Rouge, we would say your mama name or your cousin who they, you know, they killed. It they, they get real personal. Like, I think, I, I feel like, New York rappers, they name drop to the, the the famous, the other famous person that they rapping about. Yeah. We rap about your auntie that we know, your little niece, your little cousin that we, that they probably stepped on. So that's how I'm saying, get more personal. Like, no famous rappers don't be knowing the other rapper homeboy or they cousin or they little niece, you know what I'm saying? These little dudes in Bedroos, they know each other for real. Like, they literally probably went to school with you. Went to church with you, played basketball with you, something with you. So they know you. So it's different, like, I feel like the mother rappers be doing that distant stuff for the fame. Baton Rouge rappers dissing because they're trying to find you and take your life. So that's the difference. That's wild right there. You know what I'm saying? The mother rappers, they probably run into each other and then it'd be a, 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 a altercation. Nah, not in Baton Rouge. You say something about a, you say something about a rapper in Baton Rouge, now you got to ride with that eye and hopefully they don't pull up on you at the red light and, and do you something, you know what I'm saying? It get personal as soon as you, if when you name dropping veterans, it's personal. Now look at it like, oh, we we can make some money off this off this beef. Mm -mm. They trying to come take your life. Yeah, that's the difference in veterans.
1: Were you ever on that gangster shit or?
0: Still is. I'm a gangster for life. I just move good now. I don't be on that dumb shit. Yeah. It's the difference between gangster shit and dumb shit. That shit they doing dumb shit. Like a real gangster, you going not know how to carry yourself. You're going to know when it's time to react to something and when it ain't time to react. If you react to everybody who's saying something about you, you ain't no gangster. You ain't emotional gangster. I'm not no emotional gangster. You know what I'm saying? I, I paid my dues in the streets. I done did all that shit they talking about they doing. You know what I'm saying? Sleeping in bushes, cars getting shot up, shooting, all that other stuff. We did it already. We, we passed it. I'm 32 years old. I'm not going backwards. But when we was doing that, we wasn't getting on songs. Somehow we smoking on somebody's pack or... You know, we were not doing all that. We was keeping it in the streets for real. We was rapping, but we wasn't, you know what I'm saying, we were not directing it like that. So it's just a different, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, since you're much older, man, do you yeah. have you kind of embraced the role of like being an OG to the youngsters in the city? I or? try to
0: be I, be. I be putting them on game, but they don't be listening. Them <laughs> <laughs> the dudes ain't got no mind. One, one of my partners just got killed the other day, you know what I'm saying. Like, and he just DM'ed me on Instagram, he was like, H.D. take me on the road, man, show me something different. And I DM him back, i like, I got you. Like, right now, I got to move a different way, because you be on demon time. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, he was like, man, don't, don't, don't bullshit me. Bro, take me on the road for real. I said, I got you. And last week, somebody killed him. So just be looking at stuff like that, like, man. A lot of the dudes I, I raised, I helped raise, they, I think within the last four months, like three little dudes I helped raise got killed. Two of them got killed last week. And That's one wild. of them, he was 17, just got killed. I had just seen him at his school, because I had performed at his school, and I ain't seen him since he was like little. Like, HD, I'm, still, I'm back in school, and I'm doing good. I'm like, okay. And then I getting killed like three months ago. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's really light there where we from, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, growing up, did you have, you know, any positive role models in your life, or was it kind of just you out there figuring it out by yourself?
0: Uh, My role models was uh, Allen Iverson, Soldier them, and Juvenile basically my role models. That's who I looked up to. I ain't wanna be like nobody but them three, three people. I ain't look up to my daddy. I ain't look up to none of them. My grandpa, you know what I'm saying? My grandpa, he, he was a father figure to me. My daddy, I, my daddy was in my life, but I ain't look up to him. I look up to my grandpa, Allen Iverson, Soldier Slim, and Juvenile. only the only people in the world I ever looked up to. Yeah.
1: Well, what year did Soldier Slim die?
0: 2003, November, 26. That's right. August the 24th, 26.
1: So how, how'd you deal with that? I
0: cried. Because he was my favorite rapper. It's so my dude. favorite rapper. I cried. Yeah. I, I went to New Orleans the same day. The, same, the, the night that he died that morning, I went to New Orleans that night. Oh, shit. I went to the city. I went to, I went to New Orleans that night. I cried. Like, when did I, you
1: plan to go to the city that night? Or was it uh, just...
0: Me and my cousin was had... We was planning to go. But we didn't... That came, like, while we was in the process of getting ready to go. Oh, shit. And I was like... When I got the news, I'm like, uh-uh, can't be right. Like, this is my favorite person, like, as a person. I mean, I started crying right there. My, my cousin, like, what you crying? You don't know that nigga. I'm like, man, I know that nigga, man. Yeah, listening to them songs, like, nigga, you I felt know them, like you knew that. I felt man. like I know that nigga, it, was, yeah, it hurt me, man. Like, that's, one of the, that's one of the most painful. I think uh, Soldier Slim and Kobe Bryant out of all. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, celebrity people, I think them, them the two I, I took the, the hardest. Yeah, yeah, I took that Kobe. I used to hate Kobe. I ain't never been a Kobe fan. I hated hate it, him. I'm a an Iverson, fan. Or,
1: or, okay, you know, yeah. that's
0: my that's my rival, so I hate Kobe. I want to <laughs> whoop your ass every time I play you. But it was so competitive. I loved him, but I hated him. And when he played his last game, I was his biggest fan because I like his last game, bro. <laughs> the man dropped 60. He dropped 60, I think 64 <laughs> or some shit, 60. I was in that bitch cheering him on, you know, happy. Like, damn.
1: Like, get your
0: ass out of here. <laughs> hey, bro, it's crazy. So that they, they kind of fucked me up when he died. Kobe, yeah. the reason why I blew up, though, you know, I tell people all the time. When Kobe died, I called my I, my brother. That's his favorite player, Elf. You can't tell him nothing about Kobe. And when Kobe died, I called him, and we couldn't believe it. like, ain't no way, right? I'm like, man. And I told him, I told him on the phone. I was like, hey, Kobe dying let me see that we we gotta I got I gotta I gotta leave my legacy on this earth. I blew up right after that. I swear to God, I, right after Kobe died, that's when I started blowing up. True, that's wild. Real talk. So my brother, I said, I can't I can't go out without leaving my legacy. I like Kobe died, man. You like. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that shit was just a shock to everyone, mm-hmm. man. Because it was like,
1: we were so used to seeing Kobe, him. Kobe, bro. Kobe. Yeah.
0: People don't know. Before I made it. Before I made the song that, that started blowing me up called Can't Stop Jigging, mm-hmm. the last song I dropped was an a R.P. Kobe song. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nobody ain't really catch on to it. Because I ended up making a, a, like a turn-up song right after that, and it started blowing up. So nobody even caught on to what I had just did right before I made that song. Yeah.
1: All right, so... We're going to get to Can't Stop Jigging. But mm-hmm. before that, just kind of talk about your grind. You know, I'm sure you was rapping, what, over 10 years at that point? 99,
0: 97, 98. It's yeah. a long time. When the song Jigga Juice came out, that's a rapper from Baton Rouge named Lil Ernest and Lil Josh. It hit B.T. in like 08. 08. I started him to rap when we was like 99. He wasn't even a rapper. Yeah, the Ernest, he was, he was not a rapper. He was a gangster. Hmm. We was both thugging together. And I was like, hey, let's do this rap thing, bruh. Because he got an uncle named b that was popular in Baton Rouge. And I said, man, actually uncle. Can we rap with him? He's, y'all some kids. but well, I ain't got time for y'all. And I used to, every day, I used to sit on the corner with my boombox rapping. I used to put the paper in the tape so I could hear record. You'd so see you record it, yep. yeah, it had a other radio right there so I could press the record and play the beat for one of them. I used to do that every day. Every day I did that, every day, from 1997 to, like, 2001, that I finally got a computer working and I was recording some <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> that, that, that cheap-ass microphone, though, and when it's about that little, <laughs> 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 and when it got all that static in that bitch I, I had that little motherfucker, so you gotta get way back from it, because you're gonna be too loud <laughs> in the microphone, so I had, I had figured out the distance to stay back <laughs> and play the beat from that distance, I had I had it all figured out, and I, that's the first time I recorded it on a CD, and I started selling that bullshit for like $5. Then I upgraded the Cubase in like 2004, 2005, and I think 2006. They was telling me about this Pro Tools shit. I'm like, man, I, I use Cubase. I don't want no Pro Tools. <laughs> but all the big studios I was going to, they was all using Pro Tools. So I'm like, man, I gotta upgrade to this Pro Tools shit. And then once I got my groove with that, then shit, the rest was history. Yeah. But it's like 20 some years of true. 20 years recording since tapes, bro. Nobody don't even know how to do that. If you tell them one of them rappers right oh, now, man, they got it so
1: easy these days. Everybody they can record on their, their phone, if they on want your
0: phone, to. and put it to the beat on the thing and shit. And you couldn't download no beat on YouTube back then. There was no YouTube. Like it wasn't on YouTube. <laughs> you had to go get a keyboard, and we didn't even know how to like. We had to play it all the way through. Like you know how we you can loop, loop it now. You ain't yeah. had no loop back then. We used to have to play that bitch from zero to two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the key might be off a little bit because you forgot to hit it too fast, or you know, your head slipped. He <laughs> was rapping on shit like that back in the day. Or well, by one of them CD singles yeah. that had the instrumental. I or by the, the Master P that make them say, uh, yeah. it always came with the instrumentals. So he used to the rap on that bitch a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, real talk. So, I came from them days, though.
1: So. so yeah, during those 20 years, did you ever feel like giving up? Did you feel like your, your big break was always just one song away? Or where were you at mentally
0: uh, during those years? Mentally, man, I ain't gonna lie. I'd say fuck that shit a lot of days, but I ain't never feel like, I ain't never thinking about giving up. I just knew one day it was, it was gonna, I knew one day it was gonna come, I just didn't know how it was gonna come. You know what I'm saying, I was watching, I watched everybody who I knew blow up. And I never once, like, felt mad or anything, I just always was motivated. You know what I'm saying, I watched, you know what I'm saying, from like a youngster, watching boosting them, watching boosting them go before I knew them personally. Watch them go, so I'm like, you know what I'm saying, Baden we got a shot. Mm-hmm. Then later on down the line, like Kevin Gates. Kevin used to come to my house every fucking Friday selling CDs. This nigga used to sell CDs and give you his CD. And nobody was listening to his C D <laughs> so one. He day, was giving I'm away like, his for free. I was, he he gave his for free. And I was like, man, then me and my brother ride like, man, let's see what this nigga talking about, man. We pop that shit in. I say this nigga hard. <laughs> so back then, I was more popular. Like, I had a bigger name in certain parts of Louisiana with music, so people was thinking that was me. I'm like, that ain't me. Like, we sounded so much alike back then. Hmm. And he got a song. He say, busy fucking Erica. My bitch get more respect than her. And my girl name was Erica at the time. She slapped me when I'm playing. I'm like, that ain't even me. That's Kevin Gates. Like, who the fuck is Kevin Gates? I'm like, he on the rise, man. He finna, he finna blow up. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, watching him blow up. And I mean, like... Um, G-Money, before he died, he opened up for me for a show, and I used to record him when he was, before he even was TBG, he was a, he used to rap with a group called Keith Spinning, his uncle. Mm. And I had used to bring him to the studio, record him every day for free. So I watched him about to get his deal, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody, I knew Fredo before all this. Young boy, I knew all of them, the dudes before they even blew up. So watching everybody become successful, Mr. Kane was my right hand man. People don't know he had Louisiana on lock for like a four or five year run. Mm -hmm. Hottest rapper after Boosie, you know what I'm saying? So I just knew it was possible, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never feel like it wasn't possible, but I just kept, you know what I'm saying? Feeling like, damn. So I was, I used to, I always be on that other shit. I ain't never rapped Baton Rouge. Like I rap everything, I ain't never stay on that one one sound. So people kind of overlooked me. But I had fans that was like scattered out all over, all over the fucking country, but it never was coming together, you know what I'm saying? So, before uh, my nigga Reddy died, R.P. Peter Reddy. Racked up Reddy, yeah. Racked up Reddy. He the one started that Ba 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 shit that people don't know. That came from my nigga Reddy. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about Reddy, man, Yeah, my we, dog. We put out one of his days. Yeah, so. one of my yeah. right hands, my right hand man. Uh, He was plugging, people was reaching out to him asking about me, and he was plugging me in with all kind of people in Detroit and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, alright, this shit started to move, you know what I'm saying? So in the process of all this, when I was like 11, I had a, I had a deal I passed up on that deal. When you were eleven. Eleven, yeah. Whew. I could have been I could have been probably with Romeo and them. I used to play <laughs> I used to play back. I used to play football with Romeo. Really? Yeah, you know, me and Romeo played football against each other.
1: That's like, right, because Pete was staying in the club. Yeah, they were staying
0: they were staying in the country club. I know I, I used to, like Romeo, we we still be talking and shit. Yeah, we played, we played, I used to whip his ass though, you know what I'm saying, I was, I was a dog. So, so you like know-
1: Mike should have been about you. Huh? Like Mike should have been about you. Like man. Mike, I was
0: wrong. I was, I'm better than Wow for sure. He ain't fucking basketball or football, them little dudes I ain't on my level. But yeah, um, you know, just doing all that, just being around, just seeing different shit. I just knew I was around too much greatness to not be great. Like, two of the people I was around was just, you know, doing shit. So I just knew my day was coming. I just ain't know how I was coming. So when I was 17, I passed him on another deal. I got a deal for, 50, I got offered a $50,000 deal. Told him I wasn't really fucking with it. Went back to the drawing board. It was like, we can give you a hundred thousand, but the contract was like from six to 12 months. And I'm like, what is it? Six or 12? They're like, depending on what we want to do. And I ain't like the stipulations of the contract. My mom would say, what you want to do? I'm like, I don't want to do it. Cause you know, at 17, you can't, yeah, sign yourself. so she's like it's what you want to do so i ain't signed. so basically from 17 to like 27 28 everybody was like oh he's stupid he should have signed that deal a long time ago he ain't never gonna blow now he getting old and that's what i used to hear all the time that's what they used to say like he's he stupid he should have signed the deal so you know i just took all of that in and i was like i'm gonna show y'all i'm gonna <laughs> so like i said 20 in 2019 december I, t- I posted a tweet i said 2020 about to be my year and in february of 2020 i said i'm about to blow she i think you know we got to call they want to do a million dollar deal maybe i don't know nothing maybe i know something <laughs> i tell them either i'm crazy or y'all crazy you pick who you want to think crazy i don't know but it, it was destined to happen though
1: no definitely man so can't stop jigging um, just tell us about the creative process and also tell people about the jigging culture there. The G-
0: I ain't gonna lie, bro I hate to do this. I'm not. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
1: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I'm part of the jigging folks. <laughs> I'm just not. I can't dance. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got, I got two, what do they call it, two left feet, two right feet, whatever. I got whatever, two of with the wrong feet. So I'm not really with, I like the up-tempo sound. And when you coming out of baton ridge i think it's more of a we so used to making up tempo beat sounds that people gonna you know naturally jig to it because they that's all they know but i don't really consider my songs jigging songs but like the can't stop jigging song yes but it was like i don't want to take credit for the culture basically Mm -hmm. because you got people like sam i am you know, all them dudes who really made jigging songs. So first and foremost, that's they lame, you know what I'm saying? Big ups to them. They the reason they created that whole sound. Cause people be trying to give me credit for the sound now because I blew up, you know, and I'm like, no, that's they they started that way yeah, before me. That, yeah. Like, don't give me that credit. You know, what I'm I can't I don't even dance, I don't Jigging is actually from a it's called it's a it's uh a, a, It's ecstasy pill. That's a jigger. So you take, you pop a jigger and it make you move. That's where jigging come from. They translated to some whole new dance and stuff. Now, I ain't jump up and down and do no fucking cartwheels and shit. Like jigging, when I when I was a kid, 2005, 05 jiggers, they just it make you just go like that. Yeah. That's jigging to you us. You can do that, huh? I can do that. The new thing, they be jumping up and down doing the butterfly, man. I ain't with none of that, man. I can't do that shit. But I can make the music. They make y'all want to do that, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So but for me, it was like the creative process. I'm going to tell y'all this shit real talk is how the shit went. I was in Houston with Carl Crawford. I got a phone call. Carl want to fuck with you. I'm like, all right, let's do it. This Right when the pandemic hit, ain't nobody making no money right now. We don't know how we going to make money. Everybody at home trying to figure out what's the move. This before the PPP loans hit. All that we wouldn't get no money. A nigga say let's get money, of they line. We was sitting around just trying to see what the hell was to happen, because we ain't know. So a nigga called me. Carl Crawford say come to Houston. He wanna he wanna run it with me and my little partner, Playboy XO. So we 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 hop in the truck, go to Houston. We get to Houston. He put me in the studio with his little with his artist D-Raw. Okay. D-Raw, my nigga, he hard. We do like five or six songs. I mean this bitch excited. I'm thinking, you know, shit gonna start working out for a nigga. So me and Carl Crawford riding in a, in a Lambo truck. You know what I'm saying? Just giving me that, like I say, that different look. Like that different, you can see it from a different angle now. Big mansion. Which I done been at that shit before, but it ain't it would never mind. So when I go back to the hood, I forget everything, I be the scene. You know what I'm saying? We come to Houston and rent these fancy cars, but we go back right to our same shit we been doing. So I came out here with Carl Crawford. He showed me a good time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm thinking shit about to work out. But we ain't get to know, we ain't get to talk, discuss no nothing. Some shit came up, Playboy said he had to go back to Baton Rouge. We left. I never got to talk to Carl about nothing. He he called us like, hey, I want to talk to y'all, and we left. Not in my, I rolled with somebody, so I had to leave because I ain't bring my own car. So never got to talk to Carl back about that. Fuck it. So I'm like, man, I got home Now I was like, bro, I got to make me a hit record. That's all it is about now. So it's all I can do. Like, I know I rap good, but I got to find my way. I got to find my way somehow. So I got to, I'm from Ghost Town. That's the home of Level. You know what I'm saying? He one of the biggest Baton and rappers ever. Uh, we got another rapper named Weezo. He in jail right now, Free Weasel. Weasel got a song called Pills. Throughout this whole song, he don't say nothing but mama on them pills, daddy on them pills, ain't she cousin's sister on them, that's all he say the whole song. But the song's so groovy and so catchy. So I'm listening to, I listened to that song for three days straight. And I was like, man, I'm finna do some crazy shit. <laughs> I said, I'm finna use the vibe of that song and make me a song. And I was like, that bitch ain't gonna blow up like his song, but that bitch gonna do a list of them. So I went in the studio by myself and I just got the and I just got to playing that shit and I recorded it. But when I first recorded it, I don't know how to do, I'm not good with kicks and hats. I just know how to play the piano naturally. So I can I can do all the sounds you want to use. But when it comes to that kicking and that hat, I don't know how to make that bitch groove too good. So I recorded the song, put my put my little flat kicking hat in that motherfucker. And I got the plan. They' bout like, man, this song right here can do something. So I called Playboy. I'm like, Playboy, I need you. I need you to come fix this beat for me. So I'ma do it. I'ma do it. So he take it forever to do it. I'm like, bro, I need you. This nigga taking like a whole two weeks. He he he, he prolonging me. So I go to a fucking a cookout in Scotlandville. That's the north side of Baton Rouge too. That's north. That's the northeast side of Baton Rouge. We got like we the north side, but Scotland is the north. It <laughs> don't get no more north of than them. If you go north of you in Baker. So we go, I go to a Jay Lewis, the rapper Jay Lewis. He had a, uh, with my dog, he had, a, had a, a party. So DJ Rev out there, I've been knowing Rev for a minute. I say, Rev, how much you gonna charge me to play this song? He was like, HD, man, I ain't finna charge you to play no song, man. How i play your shit. And he played that bitch. Around you, me, down the kick in the hat, that shit trash. But the, Everybody like what they hear so they looking like what song is this? So everybody they going like this, but they don't know what the fuck they listening to. So I recorded it and that was like for the first time in a while where I had seen a crowd of people like groove into my song. Cause like I say, after shit went digital, I had stopped doing shows. It was all just dropping music on distro kid and stuff. Nigga wasn't out there in the streets no more. So I had stopped seeing that. I used to rock shows when I was a kid. Then when I got to, like, 24, 25, everything goes social media, like, and then I had ran into some trouble, got in a lot of trouble, went to jail a lot of times. So now I, like, to lost my buzz. So now I got to recreate myself, basically. So when I seen that, I was like, that song right there going to do something, but I got to get that kicking hat be fixed. <laughs> so I called Playboy again. Playboy, I need you for to come the Playboy, I'm about to come right now. Nobody lying to me. Me and my partner go kidnap this nigga. <laughs> We lied to the nigga, told him some shit, brought him to the to the uh, to the uh I ain't take him to the studio, I took him to my homeboy house. And I brought my shit over there to his house, cause they was already recording all so I just brought my laptop. So I say, Playboy, I need you to fix this beat right now, dog. So we get in that motherfucker and we he fucking with the beat. He he hitting the kick. I say, oh, this shit finna be a hit. So while as we working on the fucking song, the woman next door come over there, beat it on the wall. Every time I'm tired of y'all with that loud ass fucking music, y'all got that shit loud. She came over there, she beat on the wall three times, we still bumping that bitch. Like fuck her today, we don't care. So next thing you know, she knocked on the door. She say, I'm trying not to call the police, but y'all keep on playing that shit loud, I'm finna call the police. We looked at her, we say, man, we making a hit right now. <laughs> she said this song I'm finna run the whole bedroom room. That's what we told a woman. She, I don't want to hear that shit. If I hear that shit loud again, I'm finna call the police. We shut it down. Now we headed at the Playboy mama house. And remind you me, they air-conditioned and messed up in their house. So ain't nobody there. The AC off in his room upstairs. It's the odd as fuck. We in that bitch sweating trying to get that bitch done. Playboy trying to dodge us. He trying to go line, he finna to go to the swimming pool or some shit, lying. Just trying to get away from us. So I got to pick my mama up. When i my want in at the pool, I got to go pick him up from the hotel because they're at the pool, or something blah, 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 blah. So I got him in there long enough just to fix that kick in that hat. Just what I needed, and I, I could handle the rest. So he left us at his mama's house, me and his partners, we in that bitch re, 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 uh, getting the song right. <laughs> so I fucked around and tried to mix that. I mixed it myself. I mixed that bitch real quick. I said, I'm going to drop that bitch tonight. Hmm. I dropped that bitch that same night. That shit started going crazy. Right away. In three days, I had a show book. Oh, shit. Three days after I dropped that song, had a show book. Death. F- it went not have 500 dollars with a shit. That bit was books. So see, <laughs> i went. on In the middle of pandemic, you really. Hey, can't I damn never spent more than five going to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Cause look, Playboy had went with me, so I had to fill my truck up and his truck up. We filled, I filled up two trucks to go make some money. I damn near spent what I made. But I was like, I don't give a fuck. Shit. <laughs> that shit kicked off from right there. Dog.
1: Yeah. Uh did you put WAP on the remix? That one yeah, came WAP, first?
0: Yeah, WAP. I've been knowing, Like it's it's crazy. I already knew WAP. Like me and Wap used to be in the studio, it used to be me, Jay Lewis, Mr. Wop, Be Real, OBNJ, Playboy, all of us was in the studio every day before we, before all, like, they had a little name. Before OBN had a name, he was with me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched him blow up, you know what I'm saying? So all of us already knew each other. So Wap hit me like, HD, I, man, I heard a song that Can't Stop Jigging song by you. I heard that, boy, that put me on the song. I was like, I'm about to sing it to you right now. So I seen while the song, we shoot the, I had already shot. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The first part of the video. So because you never dropped the original, never dropped the original with the video because yeah. we shot it. But by like halfway through the week, when we shot the video, he called me like, let me get on there. So what we did, we was like, fuck it, we ain't even going to worry about the other verse. We just going (laughs) to shoot it with you. So I never even dropped it with the the original one. So me and Wabby shot the video, and that ended up being the original one, you know what I'm saying, basically. And then that's when, you know, shit started moving for us, nigga.
1: So how did uh boozy end up on the with the re remix the re-remix
0: <laughs> that's crazy like you don't even know that shit. That shit got three two versions remixes. of this shit. man by this time i'm i'm smoking hot so i dropped i dropped this song first then i dropped a song called turn me up Four. Mm-hmm. like so turn me up Four started going crazy hey the whole baton rouge saying turn me up Four. you can go check the documents right now nobody in baton rouge was saying turn me up Four. Until I made that song. I got the whole back wrist and it turned Me Up Four. Then I took two lines from Can't Stop Jigging, Knock It Out the Park, Home Run, that's a grandstand. Got your baby mama, pussy popping on the end. I used that and turned that into a hook for a song called Band with Lover. Made to be myself. I was listening to Fox song I'm Not Myself Now, and I heard that. So I went straight to the studio and I used that and I built around it right there, sent it to Level, Level like, I'm finna drop it right now, Level drop, I called Playboy again, Playboy I need you again for this kick in his head, I can't do it. Playboy sent it back to me, the rest was history. So that song started going crazy. So at this time, I think we called Bootsy, uh, let me see, did we, did we drop, oh, we dropped Ba Ba Ba, yeah, we dropped Ba 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 with OBNJ. J. Now I'm the hottest nigga in the whole city, So, um, Boosie, I ended up going to the studio with him to drop a song called "Gangster For Life. And we was in the studio the same day Mo3 died. Oh, shit.
1: The
0: same day he died, we set up a studio session. So I was like, man, that ain't gonna come. I'm over there like, I know Boosie ain't coming. Mo3 just died. I know he pissed off. So he came in there. He was down when he first came in. And we did the "Gangster For Life song or whatever. And he got to speaking on Mo3 and the song and all that. And then he was like, What's up with the Can't Stop Jigging song? What you trying to do? so You
1: ain't gonna turn that down. Yeah, like,
0: what you trying to do? But it was crazy because Booster was like, That nigga looked at me. He said, This nigga told me about six months ago he was finna blow up. Hmm. Like, me and Booster was sitting, we was in Atlanta, right at this same, nah, we we came to this building, but we weren't at this building that time. It was in a different building. He was shooting a video with Zay Tobin. Right over there. Yeah, he was shooting with Zay Tobin. And me and Boosie was sitting on the back of the truck. I say, Boost, I'm about to turn up with this rap shit. He like, what you got playing? I say, you gonna, I said, I'm gonna meet you at the top. I ain't I ain't asking for no help. <laughs> I told a nigga that, and then like months later, you know what I'm saying? I bought that shit to like. He like, this nigga told me was gonna do that shit. Yeah. So we dropped the song. That shit went crazy. 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 Yeah. Everybody like, ooh. So you know. God, I
1: really stamped.
0: At, at that man. point, I was turned. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy because he say. The whole world holling blah ba blah y'all ain't stupid. He said that then. Not this before the touchdown song was even put out. Mm-hmm. Like I made touchdown the Carl hill before I before I made touchdown the Carl hill before Boosty was on Can't Stop Jigging. Really? I had been here made this song. <laughs> you was just holding on to it, or I knew that was that one. Okay. I said this this that one. Hold it to the side. <laughs> when I dropped that one, that's gonna be the one. So Boosie said that shit before he even knew about the other song, and then. You know what I'm saying? The rest of the history. Um, did you always have that intro on there from uh
1: from Can't Stop jigging?
0: No, listen, let me so tell you how, you how that get... shit went. Yeah. <laughs> this shit crazy, dog. this is how guy worked. So I didn't produce touchdown, technically. But you hear my dun 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 into of that. Dun dun dun. That's my sound. I create I made that. So what happened was Trouble. Like I say, we all used to be in the studio together. Treble, Playboy, all of us. Treble hit me. Hit me he said, "HD, send me can't stop jigging beat." I'm trying to make a beat for you, but I want to use "Can't Stop Jigging" to make the beat. Yeah. So I see him "Can't Stop Jigging," the instrumental. But at the, at the beginning of the instrumental, the ba 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 was still in there. Okay. So I see him the instrumental, but the, but how, I, like I had it with the ba ba ba, and I used to, you know, when DJ asked for the instrumental, I kept the ba 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 at the beginning, and the rest was no lyrics. So he took that motherfucker and he built around it so he could take, take mine out. He built around it, he kept the dun 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 dun. Cause I had dun 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 He kept that, that dun dun dun. And he built around it and he took my shit out, but he kept that, for some reason, he kept the bow 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 at the beginning. So when he sent me the beat, I listened to that motherfucker one time. I say that bitch still a-, a-, a go. So, I, one thing about me, I don't want to rush no song, so I be waiting until I feel like fucking with a song before I record to it. Yeah. So, Treble hit me for like a month straight. <laughs> so Man, when you he gonna mean? rap to my song? I say, Treble, bro, I got you, bro. I say, give me time I'm gonna rap to your beat, bro. Chill. I was steady telling Trevor, like, I got you, bro. Just chill, I promise you. So, one day I go in that motherfucker and finally decide to go ahead and fuck with it. And I'm riding in my motherfucking truck. I'm riding in one of my Jeeps. I'm riding in the Jeep with my dog, Sancho, and I play the beat. And I just kept on saying one thing, I like, I kept on saying, I said, hold up, Charlotte's smoking Zaza out the pack. I told her, bro, I kept saying that shit back to back while we riding. So I'm like, ooh, that shit finna go hard on the song. So I heard up and recorded on my phone so I won't forget it. Mm-hmm. So I, my manager called me on Thruway with my other partner, and we t- they all <laughs> shit funny, bro. They arguing about Motown want to go with the another song that was the original touchdown song with me and Play where they arguing like, man, Playboy don't want to send the song. Motown trying to get the song. They trying to get the deal done. Blah, 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 blah. He fucking he holding up the deal. I say, man, fuck that song. I got another touchdown. I'm finna show y'all how it needs to be done. I say I got the song that's finna blow me up right here. So what I go do, I go to the house and go straight to the studio. And the first thing I did was record it that. I say, hold up, started smoking Zaza, that's all I had at first. I said I'm gonna build around that but that's gonna be the first part for sure. So I go ahead and record, I record the song and like remind you like the second verse of the song had already been wrote. So I just had to redo it in a different tone because the, 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 the you know the, the uh the key was different. So the second verse was ran through and the hook was already, I had already had it just the different tone. So only thing I had to do was write literally Eight bars because I already had four with the Zaza shit. So all I had to do was literally put eight bars on that song and it was done. Hmm. So when I finished the song, I'm like, this bitch, he hard. <laughs> so I take the fucking Ba 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 shit out the song. Because I'm like, I'm tired of hearing that shit. <laughs> like, they already called me Mr. Ba Ba Ba. The band dance say Ba Ba Ba. Both of the K Stop G can say Ba Ba Ba. I got a song called Ba Ba Ba. It's time to get away from this Ba 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 shit. So I took the bitch off the song and I bounced it down. And I listened to that motherfucker like two times. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I went back in the studio, slid the thing back. I say I'm gonna leave that bitch in front of the song. That bitch kind of sound nice like that. Didn't like that. I took it to the club. I went to a club called a cap. It's called. It's like a bar. It's called Capital Capital City Grill or some shit. Uh, my partner spot. I went in that motherfucker. I told I told DJ PK1. I said, play this song right, right, quick. He played that motherfucker. Nobody don't know what they listen to, but they know they like it. Everybody just start going crazy, like, and he say, new HD, unreleased, and they just going crazy, don't know what they listen listening to. I can show you the text in my phone, my partner, Lee Banks, he's a rapper too. Lee Banks said, that new song, that's, that's the one. I say, appreciate it, brother. So that, the next day I had a show by Monroe, Louisiana, way. I do the same thing after my set, do all the songs they know. I came with that motherfucking on that touchdown. They don't know what they hear. They going crazy. DJ say, "Play that shit again." They run that bitch again. Crowd going crazy. Don't know what the fuck they listening to. <laughs> I came home the next morning, and I went and made me a Triller video. I said, "Yeah, I'm finna go ahead and get this bitch in the, get this bitch in their head." You know what I'm saying? Now remind you me, we still arguing with Motown <laughs> over the fucking. Hey, we need that song so we can get this deal done. This shit still going on. Like, the number was real low, like, they was like, we gonna try some. we gonna take a chance on them. So they was like, you gotta get this, this, and this up in order to get a big deal. I'm like, man, I got this. <laughs> so shit, I put that motherfucking trill out. Next thing you know, the kids take the shit to fucking TikTok. So somebody sent me a link like, hey, your song going crazy. I'm like, let me go see what y'all talking about. So I see this bitch going 5,000 videos every 10 minutes. Damn. Like five thousand more videos, not not views. Yeah. Like I'm literally looking at every time I refresh my phone, and one day we we seen like two hundred thousand videos in one day. Every time I hit refresh on. Tw- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip.
1: It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's.
0: I ain't even had no TikTok. I had to up and go create a TikTok just to keep up with the numbers. And I'm like, man, this shit going crazy. So you know how that went. Yeah. The call came back like, hey, that <laughs> song right there, that's different. That, most what more times we ain't heard that one? <laughs> we ain't heard that. We ain't heard that touchdown right there. <laughs> so the uh the, the the nigga who over TikTok called like, hey, your song going crazy on our yeah, platform. Like, like the number
1: one song this is like this
0: ain't never been done before. You an unsigned artist doing this. This ain't <laughs> never been done before. So they just they just amazed by the shit. So he was like, I gotta meet you one day. Like, I'm like, all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? And like I said that shit, the rest was history from them.
1: Was there one celebrity that like kind of really shocked you when you saw they had made a video? Like- Man,
0: look, Lizzo, this will happen. <laughs> this shit crazy right here. So everybody sent me Lizzo doing the, doing the challenge, right? So the next morning I go to the barbershop. I'm on I'm, I'm on my high horse. I walk in the barbershop. Everybody better knew they knew it was going crazy. So I walk in the barbershop, everybody, Lizzo did your challenge, HD, Lizzo did your song. I'm like, yeah, I, I seen that yesterday, you know, it's all good. So I'm in the barbershop trying to act all cool and like it ain't, you know, see, I ain't affected, This am going to phase me. I look up, I, I get on Instagram right before I get in the chill, I see fucking Gabrielle Union do that motherfucker. I say this can't be real. <laughs> so I heard him go on TikTok and go to Gabrielle Union page and she used that motherfucker. She, I said, oh, this real. So... I'm in a barbershop trying to act out all cool. So I was like, yeah, Gabriel, you just did my shit too. <laughs> Nigga, in my mind, I'm going fucking crazy. I'm in a barbershop acting all, I'm sweating my ass out because I'm so happy this young man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Gabriel, you just did my shit. But in my mind, I was going crazy. I walked to that barbershop, I couldn't stop smiling, bro. And Gabriel, you woman was the first, that was the, that bitch hit me the hardest for some reason. Like, that bitch was crazy. And then the fucking Dr. Miami, I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Oh, that shit was wild.
0: That shit was crazy. Like, man, I don't know. I think, my the ones that hit me hit me the hardest was Gabrielle Union, Monica, and um Carly Ray. Cause see Pretty V had challenged Carly Ray to do it. So I'm like, she ain't gonna do that shit. She ain't fucking with me. So pretty <laughs> so Carly Ray to do it. So fuck that. She did it again. I'm like, oh yeah, so alright. So Carly Ray, that's my that's probably my second favorite one behind after uh Gabrielle Union. But I'm, I'm I appreciate every last one of them who did it. Like real talk, it's impossible to, you know, thank everybody one by one. But a lot of celebrities helped me get the way I'm at. You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. How much has your life changed since then?
0: She, nigga rich. <laughs> <laughs> nigga rich, man. Nigga rich. Yeah. Nigga blessed. Life changed. Nigga went from. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it real. I was already getting money. Like, before that song dropped, nigga was playing with them bitches. Niggas playing on like a quarter, a little less than a quarter. But after that song, mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I was able to go get that Maybach, boy. Like, I could have got, the, I, I, I didn't use my deal to get the Maybach, but knowing I had that money finna come, it gave me that cushion to go ahead and go get that Maybach. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, like, fuck it, bro. That shit changed overnight, bro. Like, literally, I remember just talking to all these labels and they was trying to give me $50,000. All, and I had, I got niggas in my ear. Go on, take the 50 before you don't blow up. You going you gonna, you going go fall off. You gonna be a bad and real rapper forever if you don't gonna take the 50, you know what I'm saying? Kevin started little, young boy started little. Go, go, go take the 50, go take the 50. I'm like, bro, my path is different than everybody else's path, bro. Like I'm not listening to what you're telling me. I know what I'm worth. You know what I'm saying? You telling me take fifty thousand, but I got fifty on me. Make it make sense, yeah. bro? So you know what I'm saying? After that shit happened, boom, bam, bam. shit just. Yeah, I'm like, fourteen labels calling one day. Fourteen labels calling one day. Hey, who you who you, you signing somebody? The no, hell, no, nah, I ain't signing. Man, we gotta get you. We gotta. I had I had labels really. Fighting over, I had a big war going on. I had a nigga tell me that somebody got fired. I ain't gonna say what label Nigga told us, this. I swear to God, say he got fired because a nigga didn't get, send me my offer that was supposed to send me. Like, why we ain't get no offer? Like, he finna sign a deal? Y'all, what happened to the? Nigga got fired. Well, he, I don't think he got fired he got uh, kicked down from his position got demoted
1: got demoted god
0: damn a nigga got demoted behind my, my name real talk a Nigga said you a, a nigga told me, you a powerful nigga. you got a nigga demoted because he ain't signed because he ain't get the offer would not about signing you nigga ain't get the offer over in time so it was a blessing
1: that's wild right there
0: bro. crazy man yeah. crazy shout out to all the labels who who who, who showed me love like it's crazy because even though i ain't signed with none of the labels i still got people from other labels who give me good advice you know support me you know they 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 they, they I mean, it's this is how crazy shit is, bro when i signed with motown 300 gave me a party hmm. 300 ENT, uh, my, my people from 300 gave me a party they celebrated for me because they were so happy just seeing me come from where because i because I, I was doing business with a guy from 300 through sparta so we was running them up a couple hundred ran them up. Through independent artists, ran them up a couple. So I'm not even understanding how how important I am. Not, I'm just thinking like this some regular shit, like nigga just, I'm dropping songs, everything doing millions, right out the house. I still record myself to this day. I was not going to no big studios, spending no budgets. I was recording, mixing out my house. Everything I dropped was doing millions. Every single song was doing millions, right out the house. So. I'm not even realizing how much of an impact I had with no streaming company because I'm just like, fuck, this, I want more. <laughs> for real. So, you know what I'm saying? I go to South by Southwest, and they invite me to the Sparta party. They're like, you know, you you know you you the reason we got this event? I'm like, me? They're like, yeah, you the first artist to ever blow up on our platform. You opening up the door for every artist we do business with now. I'm like, me? They're like, yeah. So it was like, Crazy. They, people showed me so much love, bro, like, they was like, man, when you got that deal, we was damn near crying. We fell out like he made it. Like, he was like, he say, when he told me, he say, I was crying because I was hurt because you was leaving us and I was crying because <laughs> <laughs> you got your deal. But like I said, I didn't even know I was that important to the whole That's situation. Love. So, yeah. shout out to Sparta, man. Shout out to, to yeah. them. All. All
1: right, so we Got the new album, man. Find my
0: way. Find so, my way, find so what my should way.
1: we? what should fans expect from here, man? What, what
0: type of vibes you giving them on there? Find my way finna show, y'all. We're going to separate the boys from the men. Find my way, find my way is literally what it says. Like, this whole rap shit, bruh, shit in illusion if you, let it be, if you let it be. You get caught up with the, the jewelry, the, the money pitchers, the other famous rappers who look like they... You know what I'm saying? It, it can be a nigga who ain't even popping, but he can be around Lil baby, and you can look like you popping. You know what I'm saying? It can, it can go that way. Not saying nobody around their baby not popping, because baby one of my favorite rappers. But I'm just saying how this shit could look, and it could not be what it is, the realistically. So for me, find my way is basically saying like, coming in the game, I ain't have no rappers the, the vouch for me, to roll with me, to hop on songs with me. So, you know what I'm saying, to bag me up on nothing, to put me on no show, I ain't never had none of that. The, the closest I think I had was boosted. You know what I'm saying? And that was business. Like, we ain't, there wasn't no, you know, that was business. There wasn't no, hey, I'm, I like you a lot. I'm gonna do something. Nah, nice. that was boosted. Hey, how much you gonna charge? He showed me a hell of a, a lot of love, but as a man, I don't want no free handouts. So I come at you with that bag like, hey, how much you gonna charge me? I wanna do this with you. So after we did that, it was our love after that. So basically saying, like, I found my way. Like, I ain't use no I ain't used nobody else to get my name. I ain't got no industry friends like that. Like, I think the most friends I got in the industry is Boosie, B. King, OG Bobby Billions, Currency. Man, I don't have no industry friends. <laughs> 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 you know don't fuck with me, but I, I, I fuck with I fuck with them though. You know what I'm saying? I love, you know what I'm I, I get motivated by them, but basically, like I had to find my own way. You know what I'm saying? Find my way, bro.
1: Talk about the chemistry between you and Mouse. Who? Mouse
0: on the track. Mouse? Oh yeah, that's, that's big bro. See, that's the thing. Me and Mouse been knowing each other, bro. Me and Mouse been knowing each other since, man. I'm talking about way back when, '6 Oh shit. He was, they was doing shows and grambling. We was sneaking them niggas in the back door at the club at the after party. They couldn't even get in. Because the line was so long. And, me and my, brother, we, my brother went to grambling, so we was plugged in. So we was going to the back door, sneaking him and Fat and the men back then. Like, Fat was the first, my first, Lit Fat was my first rapper friend in the whole world. Like, as far as rappers with a name, Lit Fat was my first friend as a rapper. Out of all the rappers in the world, Lit Fat was my first friend. So they just tell you how long ago, I've been, mean, you know, me and Mouse go back. So, Mouse, I always look up the Mouse. You know, he a legend, hit records. So, the day I signed my deal, me and Mouse is in the studio. For real? <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy because Mouse with 300. I'm on the phone with Kevin Lyle, like, they HD, we want you, come on. I'm like, man, Motown, Motown coming with it, man. Motown coming with it so uh i get out the phone 300 like give us just give us give us one last zoom call i give 300 to zoom kevin loud he getting on my ass talking shit to me what the fuck you looking at in bed and ribs right now <laughs> He talking shit <laughs> i get out the phone kevin Loud. i look at mouse mouse look at me mouse say hd don't sound Motown. it's your time bro you waited you waited so long yeah. so he said that so i called Motown. i say. Man, I'm ready to sign a deal. We all gonna fly me out to uh, LA to sign a deal. They like, nigga, we ain't gotta fly you out. Nigga, we you? faxing hey, it to Doc, you sign right now, <laughs> nigga, sign it. They ain't
1: trying to But if you think about
0: that, still on the plane. Man, I signed that motherfucker right there in Mouse studio, bro. I signed that bitch in Mouse studio, and Mouse looked at me, he say, it's time to celebrate. And I said, you finna name this song Celebration.
1: Okay, that's the one you to just it, dropped.
0: That's how you, that's why I was named Celebration. That's how it came about, right there. Mouse said you finna celebrate that's all and we he pulled up we pulled up we toasted and we made a song called celebration
1: that's so
0: that's, that's why I, I started the song i was saying million dollar deal i to the motherfucking roof in here like i was to the roof because i just really signed a million dollar deal like people were gonna think oh he just saying it because he trying to flex no that shit happened that night <laughs> That's <laughs> like, hard
1: as shit. that shit
0: happened that night like we signed a deal that night like the money ain't come that night but we knew it was on the way <laughs> so yeah that's how that shit, that's how that shit came about though can you share a story about fat Fat, oh man, that's my dog, bruh. Fat was a gangster for real, bruh. Fat, Fat used to like my sister. See, my sister used to intern for Trude Entertainment when she was when she was going to LSU. Okay. So, Fat, my sister Chastity, he used to have a crush on her. Mm-hmm. So, one night we had a, uh, it's crazy because I think it, the, they shot a video of the 612, Webby's song, 612, the video never came out. Mm-hmm. But Webby had a song called 612. So at the video, you probably would never believe this shit. Nussy was the, Webby was the, Booster was the, uh, Fat was the, everybody was there, bro. Everybody was there. Literally all of us out there. We, had, we we they shoot the video and shit. So uh, we we um we le- Everybody left cause they had a show that night. Uh, Webby and them had a show late on that night. So we come back. Me, Fat, and his cousin Oki, was sitting in the back. Like I have been knowing Oki from the barbershop, because you go to the same barbershop in the south. So we all in the back. And Fat he about to dehydrate that motherfucker. So I'm I'm sitting next to him. We just talking and shit. I'm like, you straight, nigga? He like even the past, out. So I'm like, hey nigga, you straight? He's like, I need some water. So I, I'm calling my sister and my sister running around she doing all the business. So I go get her. She come bringing the water, he flavoring and shit but that's my nigga though like that shit was just crazy and then one day uh I think right after that independent song dropped okay you know he all over the TV right mm-hmm. so I'm in the mall I'm in the, I'm in a cartel Mall with my auntie and her son and uh Fat walked past walked through and he seen me like what up HD and I say and we stopped I'm saying what up nigga?" he say man when, when, when we gonna get some shit in I'm like man you know whatever you know you know, it's, you know and he walked out, my auntie say, hey, she, she know Lil Boosie now. She say, hey, ain't that boy that's on that song with Lil Boosie? <laughs> I say, yeah, that's him. She say, how he know you? <laughs> that's all she got. She was like took her like, you know too many fever. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's my dog. So yeah, that was my nigga though, man. Fat bruh. RP live fat, bruh. Long live fat, bruh. Long live fat man dog, the sickest youngin', bro. Like. And the dude was different, bro. He
1: was on his way too, but he, was, on his he way. was about to hit that superstar status. He was finally He was.
0: He, man. He had DJ, DJ Kelly hosted his C D. Mm-hmm. Like people don't know how big that is. Then I think Trapaholics did the second one with him and we, Man, he was on his way. Absolutely. He was on his way. All right, Peter. Long live fat. All right, H D.
1: Before we get you out of here, man, can you share some advice to the youth, man, the to the new youth. generation coming up?
0: Man, look. Let go of the bullshit. Focus on the bag. That bullshit going to have you in the grave or in jail. Focus on the bag and focus on yourself. Really keep, stay on your grind. Stay on your motherfucking grind, man. Because worry about what other people think about you, that's going to knock you off, it's going to knock you off your grind every time. So focus on what you feel like you want to do and what you got to do. Stay away from the bullshit, man. You know what I'm saying? Money over bullshit. Real talk. ain't over bitches, but money over bullshit, for real. I'm all about that bag. I hate these young niggas be dying, man. It's too much money. Over nothing. Nothing, man. I hate it, bro A little a little rapper just died in bed and a few weeks ago, bro. That little dude was so talented, man. Man, bro. A lit dude was talented, bro. It's a bag out here. Yeah. You gotta find your and way to And there's too. enough
1: money for everyone And it's
0: enough. So ain't nobody gotta hate on nobody. I could never see myself hate on another nigga. You know what I'm saying? I seen niggas hate on me once I blew up. Cause see the thing was, nobody never expected me to blow. I was just a nigga that everybody knew had a studio in Baton Rouge. I was never supposed to blow. So it was fine when everybody else was growing up and I was supporting, ain't nobody give a fuck about me. But when I blow up, now they looking like, is he gonna support me, is he gonna talk about me? Nah, I fuck with you, but this is my time to shine. So can't nobody, if if a nigga in your ear saying, man, HD don't fuck with me, HD don't support you, HD don't fuck with you, Why, why you even listening? Don't listen to that. Cause you know we got history together. You know I always support it. but now, right now, my time to shine. So you know what I'm saying? and it what it is. I don't need no fake love around me. I don't even like my, like I don't like my own motherfucking daddy be hitting me about music. Like nigga, I'm 32, bro. You ain't never called me about no music in my whole life. Don't call me about no music now. Like I really not answer the phone if you if you text me something about some music. Cause nigga, that shit fake. Like, I know who supported me and my music all this all these years. It wasn't that many people. So when everybody come at me now, man, I don't want to hear it, bro. Save it. Like, I don't even believe in that shit. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm a nigga who, I don't like change. Sudden change. Like, if you acting one way with me, don't change it up when I, when I elevate. You know what I'm saying? Keep that same energy y'all had when I was just a nigga with the studio. Because now the nigga with the studio got the bag. <laughs> and I still got the studios you know what I'm saying real talk no, got rich man. off this shit for real man yeah i love to see it man yeah we got rich off this shit but yeah just keep stay focused don't let nobody tell you nothing different you know what I'm saying because niggas was telling me all kind of shit don't drop no more songs uh nigga literally told me he told me to the run out can't stop jigging for two years he said don't drop no song besides can't stop jigging because you going they said you're gonna hurt the momentum of the song can't stop jigging. Twenty-five million now, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking this shit, man. I'm a humble dude, bro.
1: Go ahead and give your shout outs before we wrap it up here. Shout so. out, to,
0: shout out, shout out to everybody who fucked with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole world. Like, shout out to all my supporters. Shout out to Young Blue. He came through on the feature, so. Yep. Shout, shout out to everybody, man. It's all love, man. Shout out to Motown. You know, we the, we the hottest label in the world, if you ask me. We got the cheat code, we got a little (laughs) baby. I tell them, nigga, we got the cheat code over here, we got a little baby, so yeah. Shout out to Motown, man. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about?